Good morning. It's time for a cool conversation. I'm your host, George Plummer. We have in the studio today, and we have uh, Kimmy Loggins and Julie Bohannon Dice with the Salvation Army of Brady and Cattle Counties, and we also have uh, David Ratcliffe with us. So, good morning, folks. Uh, Julie, thanks for coming today. Good morning, George. And Kimmy, good to see you. Good morning, and George. How hello, are you? David. Hello. Thanks for having us. Good to have you all on today. We're going to have an interesting program today about estate planning and. It's important uh, for you and your lives and your families. And our program is brought to you by our friends at Stanley Systems and Community Bank of Oklahoma. So, uh, Julie, you're with the Salvation Army, kind of a corporate uh, member there and uh, the estate planner, yes. uh, so to speak. So, so the Salvation Army invests in the ministry of the Army and plan gifts. So these are gifts that are given upon passing through an estate plan is really what supports, to me, the ministry of the Army in the long run. When I worked at USAO, we wrote grants. I always wondered what would happen when that grant's over. But when um, you have a planned gift, that sustains a program and a ministry. Not, And we're here not just about the Salvation Army. We're here about Chickasha, um, investing in the community of Chickasha. But more importantly, we're asking people to invest in their families, invest in themselves by looking, if they have an estate plan, reviewing it. If they do not have an estate plan, having one because there are consequences of not having an estate plan. And that's why I brought David Ratcliffe here today. Right. And October, David, is Estate Planning Awareness Month. So uh, you see a lot of this, I'm sure, in your business. I do. And it's so important that most people have a desire of what they want to happen with the assets upon their death. They've thought about it, uh, but they haven't put that plan in action, or maybe not to the extent they'd like to. Um, we've talked about estate planning can be as simple as just having your property owned as joint tenants with those who you want to receive it upon your death, or as simple as having a bank account being co-owned with someone or payable on death to someone. But really important to to uh, visit with a professional and see uh, if what you have is going to go to where you want it. And it doesn't matter how little or how many assets you have, Kimmy. It's just important to uh, to be prepared when the inevitable happens. Absolutely. It's always important. Uh, we don't ever know when the time will come. And that's something that we're here today just to share awareness, uh, not specifically that we're asking you to leave uh, finances to the Salvation Army, but just where do you want your finances to go and your legacy to live on for your family members or your uh, passionate charities. And so this is just a segment to bring awareness that it's important to have an estate. And we want David to also tell us, um, as he's covered, what is an estate plan, but what happens when someone does not have an estate plan? So, David, let's follow up with that. Sure. Uh, commonly, people, when they come to my office, I start off asking, what do you have? And if you did nothing, what would happen to that? So, for example, they have a bank account. Maybe it's husband and wife. They own it together, but they have not executed a payable on death clause at the bank or that financial institution. So if they die owning anything uh, and in just their name and have not made some type of designation, it will trigger a probate to get it transferred to who you want it to go to. Now, people are familiar with a will, which is a legal document that says, this is where I want my assets to go. Uh, that is one tool, but that's one of many tools that are available out there. Uh, unfortunately, if you have things uh, where they're not payable on death or not in joint tenancy, uh, a probate uh, would be required of that will. If you don't have a will, 
there's a statute of intestacy uh, in Oklahoma, and each state has one, that says who will get your assets if you've not made that choice. So we are, I think, all here trying to empower people to make the choice yourself. One, so you know the assets you have go to the people you want or the charitable interest that you want to go to. And I've found that by making that choice, you reduce the stress, the tension, and the conflict in your family after your death by making the choice now. And let's talk about the difference between a will and an estate. Now, there are obvious differences, right? Sure. The estate is what assets you own upon your death. The will is the legal instrument that says what will happen to those assets upon your death. And I, but I want to caution people, if you have a bank account, it's co-owned by someone. Upon your death, that co-owner is the, the surviving owner of that account. No probate's required. No administration is required to transfer it. And that's what, just done at the financial institution, right? Correct. No legal. Right. Whether it be a CD, savings account, checking account, or even an IRA type of account. Um, if you have uh, it come up with someone or payable on death to someone, it'll automatically, by law, go to that person after your death. The uh, co-owner or beneficiary or whoever that is would notify the financial institution that you've passed. They will want documentation such as death certificates. But upon that documentation being provided, it automatically becomes that person you've designated. Whereby a will, if I owned a, a bank account, have not made it co-owner with anybody or made it payable on death to someone, that will require probating my will through the estate or through the probate process to get that done. And so uh, although probates are done all the time and we do wills to cover those scenarios, many times we're seeking the goal of avoiding a probate if possible because of the time, expense, delay of having to go through that process. And there are estate planners uh, out there, Julie, um, and do they, do they, are they at a cost or? So often many charities such as Salvation Army, um, a lot of churches such as the Baptist Foundation, the Methodist Foundation, um, they all have professionals that can work with the client or donor uh, to be able to provide resources to get them ready to talk to the attorney. Uh, I am not an attorney. I would never, ever give legal advice. But I do have an inventory that I can provide to someone, and they can start counting the cost of, well, what do I have? And we can have that conversation a little bit to prepare them to go to a professional. And that is key because you do not know the laws in Oklahoma. And an estate plan is actually more than your will or a trust. It's also your power of attorney, you you know, what if what, what if you were in a car wreck? It, it like who's going to make those medical decisions for you? It's also that living will. Do you want to be having on life support? What will that do to your family? Those conversations I have with a lot of donors in the central Oklahoma area, and a lot of times they're shocked one by how much they have asset wise until we have that conversation and I give them the inventory and they start thinking about it. But also they start thinking about the ramifications of not having an estate plan and what that will do to their family and to their church. You know, they want to leave things to their church. Well, you know, they may think it in their mind, but unless you write it down and work with David or a professional, you're not going to have that written down. You're, how would anybody know what you want from your estate? How? Good questions. Thanks for spending part of your weekend with us. We're talking about uh, estate planning. Is uh, October is Estate Planning Awareness Month? And uh, Kimmy, let's talk about. Um, you can have some things written down, and you can be all prepared and everything, but there are still some details that probably need to be worked out 
um, because you said earlier that you can have too much information. Um, Absolutely, George. Yeah. Um, as we were having kind of a pre-conversation and shared a couple of stories, um, as both Julie and David have mentioned, um, talking through and working through where you want your money to go, what charities, what churches, and et cetera, working with your estate planners and your attorney will help you to determine exactly what you need to have written down. Sometimes we can have nothing written down. Sometimes we can have too much information written down. Uh, For example, you might want your um, finances left for a particular scholarship at a a school, uh, whether it's a university or a local high school, especially at a university, and then that program no longer becomes available. Those funds then can't be used for anything else but that specific program or scholarship program so it's all about uh, the details and and being very careful about what and how we write that down which is why it's good not to do those things on our own but to seek professionals and as julie mentioned there are available professionals in those areas uh, for free that will then guide you and lead you to the attorney that can definitely uh, follow those state laws and guidelines to make sure and, uh, David, this is not really a, just a one-time thing, right, because this is something you need to follow up on after X number of years, uh, depending on how your your life changes. Yes. Um, so many people hesitate in doing one and think, well, I'll wait till this happens or that happens. And it's better to have a plan in place now, even if you need to change it, because almost everything you do in an estate plan can be modified, other than an irrevocable trust, which is extremely unusual. Most everything you do can be changed as the uh, circumstances in your life change and uh, who you may choose to um, bestow um, assets on. So uh, best to have a plan in place. But as your life changes, get those um, documents out, review them, and see has there been a change in regards to my assets, uh, my loved ones, uh, the charitable interest that I have, and see if there's modifications that need to be done. Um, but I, I don't want anyone to hesitate and wait to get a plan in place thinking, well, I'll do it upon a such and such an event occurring. Uh, we all know, especially through this pandemic, uh, when uh, we may need those documents. And as Julie wisely mentioned, the state planning covers not just dying, but also maybe I'm incapacitated. And uh, so important and very easy to do is a uh, immediate or durable power of attorney that authorizes who will help uh, make financial and medical decisions for you uh, should you be incapacitated. And better, again, to you decide than leave that question unanswered for family members, especially not knowing really what your intentions are. So uh, a durable power of attorney is also a really important document that can help your family avoid conflict and know what you want done upon incapacity. So basically, anyone 21 or over should have some type of estate planning Really, 18. Once you're 18, you're an adult, you Mm -hmm. get to make decisions for your assets. And um, so, yes, at that point, you can do it. So as long as you're not under a guardianship yourself, and even a person under a guardian can do a will, there's extra things that have to be done uh, by statute to uh, qualify that. But, yes, anyone over 18 that's competent should have an estate plan. And, uh, again, lots of uh, charities out there, Julie, that uh, folks can can help? Yes. So... um, the wonderful thing about Chickasha is that you have a lot of amazing nonprofits that do a lot of good. 
not not just your churches, but you've got a Chickasha Community Foundation that you could work with a professional and be able to provide some type of endowment to benefit the Chickasha community. Um, you could work with the Chickasha Area Arts Council. One of my, I still, I still am a member, mm-hmm. by the way, George. And you know, you can s- sustain the good works of the things that are going on in this community. Um, and it really is a matter of working with your attorney. Your attorney often will reach out to that charity and get the the proper legal language because Kimmy alluded to that. What if you say, I'm going to establish this program and then there's no other resources to support that. You've really blocked your charity into just not being able to use the money, which is almost like not getting it at all. Mm -hmm. So um, I think you need to be collaborative in your approach and um, Chickasha will always benefit from philanthropy. Always. Yeah. There's a lot of great uh, groups out there that are doing some good things. So uh, Kimmy, anything else you'd like to add today? Uh, George, I just say appreciate you giving us the time this morning to come and visit with you, uh, not only on behalf of myself being a Salvation Army Advisory Board member, but involved in the community and caring about our community. And as Julie said, Chickasha has a lot of wonderful um, areas and places, uh, the Chickasha Community Theater mm-hmm. as well. Um, we Chickasha have Public School Foundation. Chickasha Public mm-hmm. School Foundation. We have Life Skills Institute. Mm-hmm. We have USAO. Yes, we're a college town. A lot of people forget that Chickasha is a college town. And so I think we wanted to be sure to bring awareness as October is a state planning awareness month. And we want to thank David for mm-hmm. coming with us today. And then just really making sure people are thinking about this and then uh, what we can do to make Chickasha a better place through our right. future giving. And uh, a number of good attorneys out there, too, uh, David. There so, are. Yeah. There are a number in this community uh, in this county that do estate planning. And I will tell you, most attorneys will visit with you first initially just to get an idea to answer your initial questions. Sometimes they'll do that for free even. Um, and a lot of times it's that first visit that kind of triggers you thinking about these concepts, what issues you need to prepare. But as Julie mentioned, if you will consult a a charitable professional maybe beforehand, they can help get you prepared to make your visit with the attorney more efficient. And having um, an, a list of what your assets are, having thought through who you want to receive those assets, whether it be a charitable uh, group or individuals, and maybe who would serve in those um, roles, whether it be a attorney, in fact, under a prior attorney, or um, a trustee if you set up a trust. Um, so doing that homework ahead of time will help uh, your attorney and help uh, save you money. And uh, Julie, is there somewhere people can go to maybe find some estate planners? Um, well, pretty much Google is the answer to most things nowadays. Normally, um, that's true. So <laughs> if, if it may be the charity that you want to give to, you mm-hmm. know, if you're looking at the Methodist Foundation, if you want to talk to Lori Elzo at the Chickasha, with the Chickasha Community Foundation, I know that USAO has a plan giving professional, um, you know, you can reach out to them first. Um, Salvation Army has a website. It's called, it's tsalegacyoflove.org. And they can go on there. In fact, a lot of charities have a lot of basic estate planning tools online. Um, First of all, get your inventory. See what you have. Uh, Make sure all of your beneficiary designations, if you guys don't think of anything else in this whole conversation, make sure your retirement funds, make sure that you're payable on desk. Everything is up to date. It will be a blessing to your family. Um, but have a conversation. Look online. Be savvy. Um, 
go, like David said, go and talk to an attorney. If it feels like a good fit for you, then let's do it. George, let's do it, okay, George. let's do it. <laughs> All right, we want to thank uh, David Radcliffe and Kimmy Loggins and uh, Julie Bohannon-Dice for joining us on our Cool Conversation program today. And we want to thank our sponsors, too, Stanley Systems and Community Bank of Oklahoma.